Hello, I'm Dr. Shantae, and welcome to another season of Believing Bigger Podcast. Hey, and this is the podcast that helps entrepreneurs, influencers find the tools, the confidence, and most importantly, the faith to believe bigger in their dreams. So here we are in pod class, episode 14. And this is something that I talk about all the time with my clients, but I don't think I've ever really shared it in depth in this podcast. And so today we are going to be talking about the brand Trinity. And our guiding scripture for this episode is Matthew 28, 19, which says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So we're going to be talking about the brand Trinity. Number one, we're going to be talking about the power of the Trinity. Number two, the function of the Trinity. And number three, the brand Trinity. So let's get right into it. The power of the Trinity. I say this to my clients all the time, and I know I have said it on this podcast. Don't go it alone. I had joked with my uh, 12ers in our last coaching session about me being an introvert. And I said, I know that there's introverts on this phone and introverts love people, but they hate working with other people. Like they hate it. Okay. They, they would prefer to do it alone so that, and they draw their energy from within. And so it's not that they don't have people in their lives that they have meaningful relationships with, but being around other people for extended periods of time, that just drains their energy. And yet when you're trying to do something in the brand world or the business world, you cannot go it alone. Why? Because brand burnout is real. Let me repeat that. Brand burnout is real. Brothers and sisters, it is entirely possible to despise the platform that you have created. Because essentially when you go into business or when you start building a brand, that's a relationship. You have a relationship to that business. You have a relationship to that brand. And just like you have fallen out of love with people in your life, you know, one day they was the sun, the moon, and the stars. The next six months, you're like, hey, hey. You know, you can totally fall out of love, okay? And and that relationship can turn sour and it can do that for a lot of reasons. Some of those reasons are outgrowth, okay? So it's bigger than you and it became more than you could manage, okay? So when you started out, it was really small and it was really intimate, but now it's just so many people and it's become diluted and so it's just outgrown you. Sometimes brand burnout happens because of maturity, okay? So you have evolved, you have grown and you've matured. And so right now you're not about cupcakes, cocktails, and couture. Even though you was about that three years ago, you done moved on to something else. You'd be like, okay, I'm I'm over the cupcakes and the cocktails. Like, I need to talk about my purpose, okay? You know, so sometimes it's maturity. You've evolved and you've grown out of it. Sometimes uh, brand burnout happens because of pigeonholing, meaning that you don't want to be limited to just one thing. Okay, so uh, my friend Tosh, when she first came on the scene with her brand, she had lost a ton of weight and she wanted to be kind of like the health and wellness and kind of like weight loss, you know, for busy professional women. But then as she grew in in terms of of her own personal evolution and then, you know, she started to put on more weight and she's very transparent about this story. So don't think like, dang, you putting Tosh out there. No, Tosh will tell you, okay, this is her story. She was like, you know, I don't want to just be limited to like the weight loss person. Like I have more to say than that. My my platform is bigger than just meal planning and and proteins and hydration and drink your water and things like that. She says, I have more to offer than that. And so sometimes you have brand burnout because you don't want to be pigeonholed into one lane. 
But the biggest cause of brand burnout is usually because you are doing everything by yourself. This is the number one complaint that I get from entrepreneurs that I work with, that they are the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. They are the ones that are passionate. They are the ones that are dedicated. They are the ones that are picking up dry cleaning and dropping off uniforms and taking care of folks' kids because, you know, they're just so dedicated. They're the ones that are in the kitchen mixing up the cosmetics. They're the ones, you know, that are are going from city to city and town to town, you know, with a makeup bag, trying to hustle and get things off the ground. And when you try to do these types of things by yourself, this is a dangerous place to be. I cannot tell you how many times in the Bible it has warned against the risk of doing things alone, of going it alone. Ecclesiastes 4.12 says this, a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken or some versions say a three strand cord is not easily broken. Okay, so it's saying, look, when you are by yourself, you are susceptible to so many things. Okay, and you are easily overtaken. In this case, you are easily overwhelmed because it requires so much to sustain a successful brand and business. In the military, there's a term called watch your six. And so it it refers to somebody watching your back. So it's like, no, do you have somebody watching your six? Or if somebody says watch your six, it means watch your back. So if you think about the way that a clock is set up and where the 12 o'clock is and where the six o'clock is, the 12 is, I mean, the six is in the back, quote unquote, of the 12. And so when you are an entrepreneur, an influencer, you need someone to watch your back and your blind spots. And so this is the power of the Trinity. The Trinity represents wholeness. Okay, the Trinity represents wholeness of unity, of soul, body, and spirit. And I know a lot of people get those terms confused and and use them interchangeably. And people say, well, you know, the soul and the spirit is the same thing. They are not the same thing. So I want to break that down for you right here. So the soul represents life. Okay, the soul is life. So when the Bible says in him, we live and move and have our being, okay, our soul. So that's why when people die, their soul leaves the body. So the soul is the representation of life. The spirit, on the other hand, represents a divine connection to God or to other spirits. This is how God talks to us through the spirit. This is You know, I always call it my spidey senses. You ever walk into a room or somebody walk into a room and you just get a vibe about that person or you walk into a room and there's like a a, a literally a spirit in there and you like "Mm -mm, something is not right. So I can feel it. And even though it's not tangible, it's not material, you can't point to it and say that's what it is. That feeling that is the spirit recognizing other spirits in the room and responding to other spirits in the room. So that represents a divine connection. And then the body, of course, is the material and physical part of the human existence. So last part about the power of the Trinity You cannot have unity in your brand and your business if you are operating as a solo entity. I want to repeat that. You cannot have unity in your brand or your business if you are operating as a solo entity. There is no balance when one person has to do the work of an entire team. You hear me? There is no balance when one person has to do the work of three people, of eight people, of 10 people. Proverbs 27, 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Sometimes you just need somebody to sharpen you, okay, to keep you on your toes, somebody to challenge you, to bounce ideas off of, somebody to pick you up and say, "Uh uh-uh, you're better than that. Or, you know, you're not going to go down in the gutter. When they go low, you go high. 
Iron sharpens iron, okay? So you can't do that when you're working by yourself because you're missing opportunities to learn and to grow. Which brings us to the function of the Trinity. So we're gonna talk about God the Father, the Godfather, right? He is the giver of life. He is the initiator, okay? The creator and the inspirator, the great I am. This is the function of God in the Trinity. He is the master architect. He is the chief strategist. He is the visionary. He provides the leadership. He designed the plan of salvation. God is the final decision maker and judge. He is the chief executive officer of the Trinity. Jesus, on the other hand, has a totally different function and role. So Jesus represents the body, the word made flesh. Okay, Jesus, God in three persons. So Jesus left his deity. Okay, so he he left heaven and came to earth in a physical manifestation. For what purpose? To establish God's kingdom on earth. So when we say thy kingdom come, we're talking Jesus coming. He established evangelism through the disciples. Evangelism is the means by which we go and tell others about Jesus, about salvation. He was a team builder. Jesus is still fully God. So could he have done this by himself? Yes, but didn't I say in a previous podcast, Jesus came with an exit strategy, right? He knew he was only going to be here for three years. So if he came here operating as a solo entity, that means when he left, he would have left a tremendous void and the continuation of the gospel would not have been fulfilled. Jesus came to execute the plan of salvation, meaning he came here to die in our place for our sins. But while he was here, he was a master teacher. All throughout the New Testament, you see Jesus teaching by the seaside or Jesus teaching the multitudes or Jesus teaching at the temple. He handled all of the complaints. I don't know how he did it I, because I truly believe Jesus was an introvert. You often read about him going off into the mountains to pray. He's like, okay, y'all go on the boat. I'm going to be in the mountain. I'll catch up with you later. I can't right now. Okay, you know, so he was he handled all the complaints. People were bombarding him with, oh, I got a, a, a sore ankle. Lord, I can't see. Lord, I can't hear. Lord, my son is dead. Lord, my daughter is dead. He handled all of the complaints. He was a project manager. What was the project to establish the gospel, to bring the kingdom of God to earth, to indoctrinate these disciples so that they could carry the message to the ends of the earth? And he was the middle manager. Okay, so he right now is the liaison between us and God. Totally different function than what God the Father does. And then there's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has a job to do too. The Holy Spirit represents that spirit. Remember that spirit I'm talking about where you it starts speaking to you? The spirit is the channel through which God communicates with mankind, okay? So the Holy Spirit comforts us, okay, in our grief and in our sadness. He convicts us of wrongdoing. So when you done did something wrong and you get that feeling of conviction, that's the spirit. He guides and he navigates you. He warns you of danger. He helps us remember. So in those times of despair when we're like, Man, you know, is God going to come through for me? Is is God going to be there? He helps us to remember. He said, look, remember, let's recall the time. Let's recall the scriptures. Let me speak and minister to you and put a, a song in your spirit or a scripture in your spirit. You know, and sometimes, you know, because I realize that everybody's not a Bible scholar and I get that. But sometimes, you know, 
when in your worst moment you remember something like well i know the bible say all things work together for good and if that's all that you can hold on to that's all that you can hold on to if all you can hold on to is well the bible says be anxious for nothing well the bible says you know in everything give thanks he recalls those things into your mind into your spirit he is a counselor okay so he's a counselor and he is an interpreter the bible says that when you have groanings that cannot be uttered so when you are so down and you are so low and you are so discouraged and and you just can't even find the clarity of speech to be able to call out to God. And you all you can do is just moan and holler. The Holy Spirit will interpret your moans and hollers and say, Lord, this is what this child needs. The Holy Spirit is the you know how people go around and say something told me to go back into the house or something told me to call my mama or something told me. The, the Holy Spirit is the something told me. OK, that, that's the spirit speaking to you. OK, so so let's not negate the function of the Holy Spirit, which brings us to the brand Trinity, because you might be saying, OK, well, Dr. Shante, that sounds all good. And thank you for that articulation of what the Trinity does. Hallelujah. But what this got to do with me? Well, this brings us to the brand Trinity. So how does this help you? You need to determine what is your role in the brand Trinity. If you don't have one, you need one. At a bare minimum, you need one. Are you the CEO? That's who I am. I know that that in any brand trinity, I'm the CEO. I'm the visionary. I'm the architect. I'm the coach on the sidelines. I can draw up the plays. Okay, but don't expect me to go out there on the field. Okay, and run none of the plays. I'm not running to the end zone. Are you the CEO? Are you the visionary and the architect like God is? Do you have that function in the trinity? Are you the COO? You know what a COO is? Chief Operations Officer. That's what Jesus was. He managed the day-to-day -day operations. Or are you the sales? Are you compelling people to take action? Because that's what the Spirit does. The Spirit nudges you one way or another, encouraging you to take action. But if you are trying to execute each of these functions on your own, you are going to be frustrated and stagnated because it is not sustainable. So I want you to imagine for a minute, can you imagine if there was only God, but no Jesus? Think about that. If there was only God, but no Jesus to come here and to die in our place, to do all of those things that Jesus did, to put into um, the plan of evangelism into place, to be able to spread the gospel to the ends of the earth, if there was only God, but no Jesus. If there was only Jesus, but no Holy Spirit, Jesus, when he left, he said, I will not leave you here high and dry. He said, behold, I will send a comforter to you. And so he sent, sent the Holy Spirit to us to do all of those things that I articulated that the Holy Spirit does. He didn't just bounce and just leave us. So if, he, if there was only Jesus, but no Holy Spirit to comfort us and to guide us, we need the Trinity. Your brand, your business needs a Trinity. So what does this look like in practical terms? If you are the visionary, so if you are the godfather of your business or brand, that means that you create the mission and the vision, you lay out the strategy, you point to the targets for the year, like this is what we're trying to do. This is what we're trying to hit for this year. This is who we're trying to attract for this year. You identify the target audience and the market. You, you build the content strategy. So how are we going to reach these people? Okay, so what ways are we going to engage them? And what are we going to say to them when we reach them? If you are the visionary and the godfather person, you articulate the brand reach. And so are you going to be a local entity? Are you going to be international? So, for example, this podcast can be heard all over the world. And I thank you for my 
international listeners, I love you so much. And you all are so faithful in Korea and in Italy and in the UK and Jamaica and in Trinidad. I love you so much. But that is the brand reach of this podcast. And what are your metrics of success? How will you know that you have succeeded? And so if you are the CEO person, that is your role. And feel free to take notes and jot down and hit pause because this is the part of the podcast where you should be taking notes. But if you are operations, you are serving in the Jesus function of your brand or business, then you execute the strategy that the Godfather drew up. You build relationships. You're responsible for teaching people what the brand is all about. You design the user experience. Think about that. You know, a lot of times we don't, there's a, a term or the shorthand is called UX. Okay. UX means user experience. But Jesus designed the user experience so that when the pimps, the hoes, the prostitutes, and the drug dealers, and the divinations, and all these people, he said, okay, I'm going to create the experience so for how people are to interact when they encounter a Christian. He said, you will know us by our love. And so he created what that experience looks like, which was a, a departure from the Pharisees, where every time they caught you in the sand, they were ready to throw you out in the street and throw stones at you, Okay. If you are the operations, that means that you are doing the invoicing, that you're managing the social media, that you're developing the community. I have a friend, their, their parents owned restaurants. And so now that they're getting ready to sell restaurants, my friend wants to branch out, you know, and, and start to do this. And I said, oh, okay, that's cool. So who's going to do the operations? Who's going to do the job that your mama did? And they looked at me like radiation had hit them. Because they they're the visionary, you know, they like they they're the big picture thinker. But when it comes to those day to day, you know, compliance and laws and invoicing and how you're going to get paid and and making sure that you renew certain things with the state every year. Sometimes just the thought of that, the details of that. If you're a visionary person that drives you crazy, you like, oh, um, I don't I don't know. But if you are the operations part of your strategy, this is what you are doing. And if you are functioning in the Holy Spirit lane of your Trinity, then that means that you are the sales and the marketing. This means that you find the buyers, you generate the leads, you pursue the prospects, you find strategic partners, you develop sales copy and sales scripts, you develop the newsletters that go out, you make the money, you close the deal, you follow up and you follow the money all the way to the bank. When you look at this list of things, okay, so from the visionary list to the operations list to the sales and marketing list, do you know how many people are trying to do all of these things all by themselves? This is how brand burnout happens. I'm not saying you got to have a whole lot of people, but you need somebody <laughs> to somebody's. Okay, the Bible says you need to build your trinity. Okay, you need to be able to figure out where you are in this, okay? Because some people that have like the vision and the plans hate to ask for money. You know how many entrepreneurs hate to ask for money? When it comes to the money part, they seize up, they freeze up. They like, well, I don't, I didn't want to, you know, make feel, well, you know, I just, I don't want to come across like, well, but a salesperson, and I was joking with somebody the other day, you know who are some of the best salespeople around? Because I mean, they used to get me. Mary Kay, the pink Cadillac drivers, they used to roll up on me. Oh my gosh, your skin is beautiful. What are you using? And then you say something like, oh girl, just 
water, fruits and berries. You know, I ain't really doing nothing special. And they and they will pull some sample out of their bag or out of their purse. And next thing you know, you hosting the party and inviting all your friends and things like that. Baby, when I tell you them women can sell, they can sell. Okay. And some people are just cut from that cloth. They can sell sand to the beach. If you know that that's not your lane, guess what you need to find? A salesperson, some because to a salesperson, they don't care about rejection or anything like that. In the sales world, no, no means next. Like, I ain't got time to be worried about and get into the emotions of you saying no. I got a million other people out here that somebody could say yes. But if you know that that's not who you are and what you do in the Trinity, then that part of your business, the finance part, okay, especially for African-Americans, the finance part of it is usually the piece that's lacking. And so you need to build your brand Trinity, find out where you are in it, and then go out and recruit the other two people to handle those operations in your brand and business. So now we've come to my favorite part of pod class. And so this is where we're about to do some fancy stuff. So we have somebody that is... Where's where's where are you, Penny? Where is she coming from? What state are you in right now? North Carolina. So North Carolina. I almost almost feel like um like Oprah or like Donahue. Okay, we have a caller. <laughs> so we have somebody coming in from North Carolina. So Penny, tell me what is your biggest takeaway from this episode? So my biggest takeaway was just recognizing that as brand builders, we have a relationship with our brand. I really did not recognize that. Um, but I really like the way that you broke down, like in having a relationship with your brand, the different things that we need to be intentional about as far as understanding our roles, being a visionary, um, being in operations, being in sales and marketing, but really and truly just looking at what does all of that really mean as it relates to our brand, um, because we can do it all. But just because we can do it all, it doesn't mean that we should do it all. So that was one of my biggest takeaways. I love the way she said that. Just because you can do it all doesn't mean you should do it all. Because if most of us, you know, in the time and and energy that we put into our platforms, if you're in it for the long haul, you don't want to burn out. You don't want to fall out of love with it because you are so tired and you are just so over it and you like look it's only one of me it's only so much so many pieces of the pie and I didn't just slice it myself way too thin um trust me burnout is so real you know I, I shared with you all a couple of seasons ago that I went through that and I was ready to throw in the whole kit and caboodle but you know praise God for friends you know that invited me to a retreat in Mexico and I was able to like recharge and get my life back I said okay I'm gonna do some things different in this next year because I cannot carry this forward I cannot be all parts of the trinity so if you guys have questions comments takeaways i encourage you guys to replay this episode write down all of those functions that i listed if you have to pause it a couple of times absolutely do that hit me up at dr shante says on twitter on instagram and i will see you next time thank you for listening to believing bigger with dr shante if you have any questions comments or just want to follow dr shante you can find her on twitter and instagram at dr shante says 